All right. Take it away, Harlan. All right. I think it says live. So live and in person, you have uh, uh, Wayne Lott, pastor at uh, Grant Chapel Baptist Church. Uh, you've got Thomas Miller, our number one IT guy that keeps us going and keeps us in line. Uh, Chris Cannon, associate pastor, First Baptist Troy, and myself, Harlan Haynes, pastor at First Baptist Church, Troy. And uh, uh, Roy could not make it tonight. Uh, a lot of times Roy Carpenter from Oenaville is with us, but uh, uh, it's just going to be a quartet tonight instead of a, would it be a quintet if you got five, something like that? So we just, our, our musical person there, I'm depending upon him to tell me. <laughs> uh, guys, how's it been going with y'all? Oh, pretty good. All pretty right. Good. See, we had a water main leak over there. You seen that, huh? I saw that. I saw yeah. that. I, I tell you what, it, it, what, yeah, we pray for rain. We get rain, then we get breaks and mains and everything <laughs> else. So water, water. <laughs> but that's the way it is. Yes. And that, well, I think uh, uh, tonight we're, we're going to be looking at the topic of how do we uh, the, to the uh, greatest commandments of all, two greatest commandments. This is from Jesus himself in what? I think, what, Mark 12, right? Uh, love the Lord your God with all your heart and love your neighbor as yourself. Uh, and, you know, as I thought about that topic, and, you know, it's kind of, oh, yeah, no problem. That's that's not easy to do. Mm -hmm. you know? and what? So let's uh, kind of breaking it down. It's a, you know, first of all, love the Lord your God with all your heart. What does that mean? I mean, how does that flesh out, if you will, in that? Well, I feel like, want me to go? I started off. Okay, go ahead. I feel like that means with your whole being, not just some of you. You know, sometimes we want to just, uh, we put restrictions on, on what we what we love. But when we love God, we got to love God with our whole being, with all of us, all our, all our soul, everything that we have to offer. We need to uh, give it to God. Why? Because God has given us his all, you know. And uh, when I think about it, uh, I think about uh, uh, I can't do it without the help of the Holy Spirit. You know, I, I need God. I need the Holy Spirit to help me uh, to love. And God will show himself faithful. You know, and I think over time you you begin to start falling in love with him because you begin to start having a relationship with him. And now when you have a relationship, it become intimate. And when they become intimate, uh, uh, you want to do all you can to please him. So that's that's what I that's what I feel like you you want to love him with your, your whole being, not not just some of your whole being. Okay. All right. A good answer there. I think a really good answer. Chris, what, what's uh, your thought on the subject? Yeah. You know, I think the, the first time that I really thought seriously about this passage, <clears throat> I think I was in college. That put me in my very early 20s, maybe 20. Um, and I was listening to Charles Stanley and he was preaching on the radio. And I was actually driving home from a um, um, from meeting with some guys that I hung out with. And listening to Charles Stanley on the radio, and he was talking about this passage, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and strength, and your neighbor is yourself. And he asked the question, he said, he said, can you honestly say 
with complete and total honesty that you love the Lord with all of your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And I was driving and, you know, by myself and listening and thinking, and I just thought, you know, I don't think that I could say that on being honest, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, and just trying to be as honest as I could with myself. And I really began to think seriously. I think at that moment, um, I had known Christ for a lot of years um, since I was, you know, a a kid. And then I'd really gotten serious about following the Lord when I was a teenager. Um, But to really have it put to me that way, could I honestly say that I loved God to that level and magnitude, like that Wayne was talking about with my whole being. And I just, I was really struck with the, with the thought that I couldn't. And so, you know, talking to the Lord and, and just admitting that to him and saying, you know, God, I, I know I'm good, but I don't think I can honestly say that. And then, and then asking him to begin, you know, create that kind of a love uh, in my heart for him and so I really think that my, I would say my pilgrimage <laughs> to loving the Lord with all my heart. I mean, I think at least the realization of it began at that point in my life. And, and, and so that was, that's when it, the, the reality of it really struck for me. Yeah, I think, yeah. Uh, yeah. Because, I mean, you look at that with all of your heart, your mind, your soul, as Wayne, as you said, your whole being, you're holding nothing back. And that includes our desires, mm-hmm. you know, those things that we desire. You know, when we go to uh, when we go to town, do we think, oh, I need this or is our desire? Oh, God needs this. You know, when you fall in love with your sweetie, you know, it's just every time you go somewhere, you want to buy them. Some, what's good for them? You forget about you. What can I get for them? Uh, yeah, I wonder if, if we do that, you know. Mm-hmm. We hold back uh, on that. We won't self kind of comes in. Thomas, what's your thoughts on this? I think if it, it's a matter of, um, you know, if you're doing things, and I, I'm looking at it from a life, life, life application, or if you're doing things that if you're like, I don't think the Lord would approve of me watching this, or I don't think the Lord would approve of me thinking this or doing this. So stop, you know, <laughs> because that's basically a form of disrespect. And, you know, imagine your, your spouse telling you, Hey, I don't like it when you do this. And then you continue to do that. You know, does that mean, you know, does that, that, what is that telling God? And I, and I think that that's just, you know, from what we consume to what we say, I, I think that showing love to God is, is following his commandments. And, and that is, that is the, probably the best way I can think of it is, you know, the way you love God is you follow what he says. And so switch off the, switch off the rated R movies, but you know, and, and it's harder said than done, but that's, uh, you know, I think that's an application we can look at. Yeah. I think doesn't Jesus say, if you love me, you will do what I command. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So the flip side is if you don't do what I command, you don't love me. And uh, yeah. And I'm pretty certain that the word love here in this verse, uh, Pretty certain it's agape. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't think uh, God wants the brotherly love. Uh, he doesn't want uh, you know that he wants the agape, which is a selfless mm-hmm. love. And so, how do if somebody's listening to us and they say, "Well, I want to love God," how do I start? How can I do this? Because I think it's it's a 
it's a path. It's 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 making of habit. It's learning how to think differently. How can they go about uh, in doing this? Hmm. You know, I'm thinking about. Um, I'm actually searching this as I'm as I'm talking. Um, <laughs> over in uh, in First John, where you know it talks about the fact that uh, that we love. It's over here in in uh, in chapter four. <clears throat> It says that um, that we love because he first loved us. Mm. And I think whether we're talking about our love for God, the greatest commandment, or our love for others, I think that the starting point is just taking a step back and being willing to realize that before I even knew about him, he set his affections on me and he loved me. And then at least starting from that point and saying, okay, God loves me. God has loved me in eternity past before I was ever born. I was looking at a verse in Jeremiah 31 a minute ago where the Lord is speaking to Israel and he says, I have loved you with an everlasting love. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just so well, well said. And so maybe that that's a place to start is just saying God loves me and allowing that to sink in and then saying, I need to respond to that love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that I think that's a good, a very good starting point. Wayne, what what would you, what would you say? Well, I, I know it's a, it's a it's a scripture, and I can't really uh, pinpoint the scripture, but I know it's a scripture that says, uh, "Help me, Lord, with my unbelief. Mm. I need help. I need you to help me to guide me." And 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 when you fall in love with somebody, you begin to start to get to know them. And when God really starts revealing himself to you by showing himself faithful, and he already been bestowing blessings on, but on, on top of blessings to mm-hmm. us. But I think a lot of times we, we, we can't receive the full portion of that blessing until we just really just surrender all to him. And like, like uh, someone was saying earlier, that's easier said than done. But at the end of the day, God is so loving and so forgiving that he give us chance after chance after chance to get it right. And uh, uh, I know uh, one thing that really stuck out to me is he, he says, the least you done, Jesus said, the least you do unto others, you do unto me. <laughs> that neighborly love, you know, and, and that really stuck out to me because when I do this to God, but I do this to Jesus, but I'm yet I'm doing it to my brother, mm. you know, and God say, how could you say you, uh, Jesus said, how could you say you love me and you never seen me, but you despise your brother. But we got to learn how to love everybody, regardless of where they come from, regardless of their background, because we got to remember that uh, God first loved us like like uh, like uh, Chris was saying. He first loved us first. He loved us first. So by him loving us and we supposed to imitate Christ, if we're going to imitate Christ, we're supposed to love everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the only way we that's the only we gonna that's the only way we're going to make it. Yeah, and I think really that's the segue into that second part that we're looking at, to love our neighbor as ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so let me just, let me throw this out. Uh, you know, we're to love God with all of our heart, mind. So somebody may say, oh, I do that. Mm-hmm. I think they go, oh, I'm good here, but they don't have that towards their neighbor. So can they truly say, I, and Wayne, you really answered that in in what you said, I, I love God, but I don't love my neighbor. If you don't have love for your neighbor, 
for your fellow human being, which is who Christ says our neighbor is, uh, can you really have a love for God? Because mm. if you can't love somebody made in his image, can you really love the image, I, God himself? Mm. Yeah. Well, I think is it again over in First John, I think he, he wrote that something to the effect of, you know, how, you know, how can you say that you love God whom you have not seen when you will not love your brother? Speaking of a brother or sister in Christ whom you have seen. And so for John over there in that letter, it's, you know, to say that we love God, but we are unloving toward uh, our fellow Christian. It, it is just incompatible. It, it, it doesn't work. And so at, at the very best, something for our love for God, if, if we can live in an unlovingly toward others, particularly brothers and sisters in Christ who are God's own children, then there's at least something deficient or broken about our love for God. Because I mean, getting back to, you know, it's been touched on this evening is that, you know, Jesus said, whoever has my commands and obeys them is the one who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my father. And so, I mean, we have been commanded you know, Jesus said in the upper room, the night he went to be crucified or arrested for to go to the cross, a new commandment I give you, love one another. And so for me to, you know, harbor, you know, anger or hatred or an unloving spirit in me toward another Christian is just to be in disobedience to the Lord. And it's, it's extremely unloving to Jesus. Yeah. And I think that, you know, for me, that would also include, you know, when you harbor, you know, this. But then if you think of somebody less than who they are, if you make them less of a human being than who they are, or less valuable as a human being than they are, there's a lack of love there also in that. And you're not loving. And I'm thinking, you know, uh, there is no place in Christendom for uh, prejudice, racism, sexism, all those isms, you know, uh, we are to love. That's our command. Now, if one sins that we are, I want to differentiate. If one is sinning, that doesn't mean you, you, you love the sin they're doing either and all that. If you do that, you don't love them. You have to speak truthfully with love to bring them to the right path. But but when you hate somebody, dislike somebody, or think less of them, again, that's God's image, you know, that God made right there. And so I think uh, uh, we can't love unless we get over some of those things. And uh, so how do we get over some of those things? Well, uh, just like I like, like I said earlier, you, we we need to ask Lord to help us, help us in that area that we need help in. First thing you got to admit that you have a problem. Mm. You know, a lot of people they like you just said they 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 truly believe that they are Christians. They truly believe they do the right thing. But like Jesus said uh, to the uh, young ruler when he told him, he said, uh, he said, I did all these things. I did all these things since I was young. And Jesus said, you you like one thing. He said, well, he said. Sell everything you have and follow me. And he yeah. couldn't do it. Yeah. You know? And and and, and Jesus said it's easy for a uh a, 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 a camera to go through an eye of a needle than it is for a rich man. And he talked about his ways, what he harbored in his heart. Mm -hmm. And if we if we harbor certain things in our heart, we need to let go of 
of, of a lot of stuff and, 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 and it starts at home. Yeah. It starts at home. And you know, uh the sad thing about it is uh we talking about love. I think hate is taught. It's it's taught because uh children imitate what they see. And if you be around people that say, I don't like this, I don't like that, and sometimes children don't they'll start disliking something, they don't even know why they don't like it. Mm -hmm. You know. And uh uh I have seen people say, Well, I don't like this person. Well, why you don't like it? Because my friend don't like it. That, that's that's not good, you know. You haven't even got a chance to know this person. They hated Jesus without without even knowing him. Mm -hmm. You know, and Jesus said they you know despise they they despise me. But the first thing you really got to have compassion. If you have compassion, you have love. And that's what Jesus said. Jesus said, "I have compassion on them." When he fed the the multitude, he said, "I have compassion on them." And he and he fed them. And our thing is, uh, when we see somebody in need, do we talk about them or do we help them? Mm. Good point. Good point. Good point. Yeah. Chris, what is, what's your thoughts? I had muted my mic for just a moment. Um, the, uh, <laughs> the natives were restless over here. In so, uh, no, but in listening to what, uh, you know, Wayne was saying, one thing that occurs to me is that very often when we see um, the concept of love in the scriptures, giving is also with it. And I don't mean like you know giving money at church. I mean, like giving ourselves for other people. Um, God so loved the world that he gave his only son so that we could be saved. Um, husbands, love your wives and give yourselves for them. Um, and so there's this concept of love requires it's it's more than an emotional response you know a lot of times in america i think particularly we boil love down to it's some kind of emotional feeling when it's much much more than that you know that love really has to do with with the will and 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 my volition in saying i'm you know i was listening to a guy today and he said that you know his definition of love is giving people what they need the most when they deserve it the least at personal cost to me. And, um, I, and I've quoted that before and I can't improve upon it because I really think, you know, that's what Jesus did for us. He gave us what we needed the most when we deserved it the least at the cost of his own life. And the father, his son, um, you know, gave his son that way. And so for us to, you know, to love others is to be willing that no matter what, it, it requires me to give them what they need the most. Um, and, you know, that may not be what they want the most. <laughs> uh, may not, it may involve some things that, that, that might make someone unhappy, but it's what, um, according to the scriptures and in the wisdom of the Lord, do they need the most when they deserve it the least? And so it's, it's a very setting myself aside um, and being willing to give myself for others. And in the body of Christ, if we're all doing that, you know, then you know, things can be can be pretty great. And and so as we're loving one another, I think that there's a huge capacity to love God that is then opened up that we don't experience if we're not willing to love to love one another. And, it, you know, it goes it, it transcends age, gender, ethnicity, um, everything. You know, it goes beyond that, but just being willing to treat one another with that kind of a love. And then God says that 
pleases me. Here are people who are obeying me. And I think there's an aspect of God's love that we get to experience in that in that relationship with him that we wouldn't otherwise when, when, we, when we love one another that way. Yeah, I think that's great. And, you know, it's uh, as a, and, you know, sometimes people, well, but there's they're so different or they're different or whatever. Uh, and uh, yet Wayne you know, alluded earlier and knowing getting to love God more is spending time is is is, you know, getting to really intimate with him. We need to. That's what we got to do with other people. I mean, you know, I look at uh, Wayne and I are different. Definitely. Without a doubt. He has hair. I don't. I mean, you know, so we're different there. Uh, but you know what? We are so much alike because of our love for the Lord and who we are and uh, the fact that we're both made in the image of God. He just has hair. I don't, uh, you know, uh, and and people, when they look at that and we let those differences keep us from loving because it's easy to love people like us. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we love ourselves. That's what uh, the scripture right there, love your neighbor as yourself. We love ourselves. We love people like us. It's people who are different, but you know, it, it's, it's the people who are different, who are actually the spices in life that make life sure. interesting, that, that really make life fun. Uh, they're the ones that pull you out of some of those ruts and you try things and do things you've never done. And you have a great time and, and loving, uh, mm -hmm. and loving them. And, and I think that, uh, you know, we've just got to look at people differently and love them like God loved us. And Chris, as you said, it's giving. Love is giving. I think too much in America for us, love is taking. You know, oh, I love you because of what I can get from you. No, it's, uh, you know, in premarital counseling, I talk about couples uh, trying to outlove one another by outgiving one another. And that what a great time a marriage they would have. And what a great world this would be if we tried to outgive one another, uh, no matter, you know, who we were on that. Thomas, I see you got yourself muted. You got any thoughts? I do. I don't know if they relate. No, they do. I, I think so. I, I think the kind of, if you started at the beginning of develop your relationship with Christ, love Christ, love God with all your heart, that can lead to, I think, a challenge we have is sometimes people don't love themselves. And I don't mean from a vanity standpoint or from arrogance, loving because you can't over love yourself. But I think that sometimes when we don't love ourselves and or we don't love Christ, God, that impacts our ability to love others. And so I think you have to start with your relationship with, with Christ Real relation, and then through that can help develop the relationship with yourself, and then through that helps you to develop a relationship towards towards others. Because I've met some very miserable people. Sometimes I've been one, and uh, I think that that it's it's sometimes challenging to to love somebody. You know, somebody who's calling your phone every five minutes, somebody who's you know not doing something they're supposed to do, and you're like, well, it's not my job, but I'm going to have to do it. You know. It, you've got to step back and look at things in perspective. And I, and I think it's just a matter of, of priority placement, you know, starting with the first rule, love the Lord, your God. Second, love your neighbor as yourself. And I think if you at least are working towards mastering that, or at least working towards it, it, it all makes it makes us a better world. 
that's the great in the words of the great forest gump that's all i have to say about that and that <laughs> it guy <laughs> i'm going man i wish i would have said that that was mm -hmm. good <laughs> yeah. uh it looks like thomas we got about five minutes right something like that uh on there so uh last thoughts on on this to people out there an encouragement to do so and to begin the walk hmm. You know, I, Harlan, I would say get get involved in a local church. And I don't just mean go to church. Get plugged into a local church where you're in a group with some folks, a Sunday school, a Bible study, um, where you're serving alongside other people. And and reason I'm getting at that is in 1 Corinthians 12 and 13, you know, in chapter 12, Paul's talking about the uh, the body of Christ here in verse 27. Now you are Christ's body and each of you is a member of it. And then he goes into all this stuff about spiritual gifts. And then he says, now let me show you the most excellent way. Then he goes into the famous passage on love. I speak in the tongues, minute of angels, but don't have love, noisy gong, clanging cymbals. You know, love is patient. Love is kind, not envious and so forth. So probably one of the greatest passages on love and what it looks like is found right smack in the context of Paul's discussion of the body of Christ there at the end of first Corinthians. And so I would say to, to learn how to do anything, we, we have to practice it. And so if, if I'm going to practice loving other people, get involved in a church and uh, you will be around other Christians, you will be around the Lord. And I think that's a great place to start. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Wayne, your thoughts. I'm just going to piggyback on what Chris said. And, and, and when you do that, it helps you grow. Mm. It helps you grow. It helps you uh, to find out that I'm not alone in this thing. You know, there's more people going through some of the same things I'm going through. And I think when you have somebody going through some of the same things you're going through and you can talk about that. And the Bible says you can overcome them things. And when you overcome them, and it, 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 I think it's like, the, like Jesus says, no greater love than one laid out his life for his friend. And it's not just talking about physically, it's talking about spiritual, it's talking about uh, uh, denying yourself for that person. And I think when we do that, we'll be better people, you know? Yeah, amen, amen, I agree. And uh, just one other thought, just kind of throw in, if somebody's watching this, well, I wanna do that love, I wanna have that love for God, I wanna have that love for man. If you don't have the love of Jesus in your life, you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you cannot do that love because it's only, I believe, Wayne, you're the one that said it's only through God. Can we, can we love the way that we're supposed to? Because God is love. And when he's in us, then we're able to love the way that he wants. Otherwise, we'll just have the worldly love, which is a bad love. It's not a good love at all. And so I would encourage people to come to know Christ and, and be in church. Yeah, get man, fellowship, feel love of people loving on you. If you want to go to a church that's going to love you, head out to Grant Chapel. I guarantee those folk will love you. Wayne, are y'all in the uh, are y'all back in the sanctuary yet? No, we still in the fellowship hall, but we fellowship have a good hall. church. We have a good right. church now. The church is meeting. Uh, yeah. No matter what, <laughs> then, that's, then show up there. I guarantee you Grant Chapel will love you to pieces. Man, come to First Baptist Church, Troy. I guarantee you're going to be loved. Oweenaville Baptist Church, where Roy is, I guarantee you're going to be loved. Uh, guarantee it. If not, 
email me. <laughs> and we'll figure out what the problem you'll, you'll is. get your money back that's right <laughs> but, uh, uh, i would encourage you to do because truly once you really feel what love really is now you know how yes. to get back that. so yes. guys this has been fun and i love every one of y'all mm. i love you too tell you what although we uh, twins we twins we have on the same glasses you got a little gray hair we twins uh, you just got more hair up here than I got, man. <laughs> Otherwise, nobody tell us apart. So that's right. Say, which one's Wayne? Which one's Harlow? Well, Wayne's got hair. Right. Hey. <laughs> all good. All oh yeah. Hey guys, it's been fun. Wayne, would you close us out in prayer, please? Yes, dear Heavenly Father, we come saying thank you for this fellowship. Thank you for letting us talk about love, Father, and thank you for loving us first. Father, you loved us so much that you gave your only begotten son. Mm -hmm. And Father, we come saying thank you, Father. And we become asking for the ones that might not have a relationship with you. Father, we ask that they let you into their hearts and they will see this love and they will feel this love that they never felt before. Father, you said you would give them a peace that surpasses all understanding. And we know that peace only comes from you. And Father God, I come saying thank you for my brothers and thank you for the ones that's watching. And Father, it might be somebody that's going through something right now. Father, I ask you to just touch them and, and, and heal, their, heal their broken hearts and heal their families right now. And Father, I ask this prayer in the mighty name of your son, Jesus. Amen. 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 Well, guys, it's been fun. Those of you watching, man, we're glad that you joined in. Those who are going to watch, we're glad that uh, you're going to watch us. And uh, all I know is, Kathy, I'll be in the living room in a little bit.